ladies and gentlemen, it's time to double down and get the lowdown on what's going down on the V-Down with our host, Michael V. Welcome to another edition of the V Down with Michael V. As always, I'm your host, Michael V. Going to be doing things uh, a little bit differently on the V Down. I'm not always going to have guests on. I'm still going to try to get some great guests on for you guys to listen to so you can hear their stories. Whatever uh, they have that's inspirational for you. Uh, you know, just trying to learn more about, um, you know, some of the people that you don't know anything about or even some of our more notable guests that you do know but maybe not. Uh, everything like, you know, we had Rob Van Dam, former WWE ECW champ, Diamond Dallas Page from DDP Yoga, and also three-time WCW champ, uh, former act, former Bob Babylon Five actress Claudia Christian, who's also recovering ac- alcoholic in addition to, to doing her acting, is also has the Three C Foundation, which is trying to help combat the illness that is called alcoholism um, and promoting the Sinclair method to do that. But really what I'm going to be doing this episode is coming out with some news. And this is not a joke, but odds are it's not going to go anywhere and it definitely won't without people supporting it or at least, you know, promoting and sharing it by, you know, clicking that share button on Twitter, or the retweet button on Twitter, or the share button on Facebook. And as I am going to run for President of the United States, yes folks, Michael V for President of the United States. Now granted, I will have to be a write-in candidate. There's no way around that. Uh, I don't have the money, I don't have the support of big people, and heck, I may not have any support at all, but... You know, miracles do happen. This would be one hell of a miracle. I probably have better odds to win 50 lotteries in my lifetime than this ever actually going anywhere. But what the hell, we're going to give it a shot. And I'm going to tell you the reason I'm doing this. All the candidates are crap. And there's true stuff about each of them. They're all talking crap on each other. Some of it's justified, some of it's outright lies. For those of you who know me, see my posts on Facebook, I, I think Hillary is horrible. I think she's a stone-cold killer. She doesn't give a crap about anybody. She's been known to cozy up with racist assholes like Robert Byrd, who she thought was a great American. Her words. I mean, there's even that picture of her from her college days with the Confederate flag background. That doesn't tell you anything with the Confederate flag, which I don't have anything, a problem with people displaying that. That's our First Amendment right, no matter how I personally feel about the flag. And a former leader of the Ku Klux Klan. So, you know, if you can get in bed with somebody like that, go right ahead. Bernie Sanders, uh, I think he has some great ideas, but Bottom line is he's a, he's a socialist. Maybe you want to be communist. I don't know. Don't listen enough. But I've heard enough that 
I don't want him in office. Uh, Donald Trump, while there, he does have some good points about things, he's still a racist, misogynistic asshole. And the rest of the GOB, GOP candidates are just a bunch of phony assholes who, if you vote for them, you're voting for the establishment, and the establishment sucks. Plain and simple, the establishment sucks. Whether you're a Democrat or Republican, conservative, liberal, or progressive, whatever you are, the establishment sucks. It's been the same way for well over 100 years. It's not the same same Congress that we had 150 years ago during the Civil War, before Civil War, after. It's not the same. Some of that's a good thing, some of it's not. But it sucks. There's things that need to change. Now, whoever we vote for president, probably not going to be able to change a whole lot. You know where that change occurs? It occurs in Congress. It occurs with the House of Representatives and the Senate. That is where your vote matters the most. It doesn't matter who you vote for president. Hell yes, it does. So vote for me. Bam. Do I have things that you're going to hate? Yes. There's things that I will say you're going to hate, but hopefully more things that you like that will spew out of the sewer that I call a mouth. I am denigrating myself a little bit, but hey, beat somebody to the punch, alright? I definitely think I would do a better job in the long run than these people that you have now. Things that I think are important that need to be addressed. Term limits for anybody serving in Congress. No more than 20 years. When you hit your 20, you should have to automatically retire. Why? Because we do not need career politicians that are only voting to keep themselves in power over us. The government is supposed to be there to serve the people, not the people to serve the government. Take Obamacare. Whether you're for it, whether you're against it. You know what? Congress exempted itself when it passed it. Yes, it was Democratic legislature that passed it. I don't care who it was, Democrat or Republican. That's a bunch of crap. That should be a constitutional law that Congress cannot exempt itself from laws it passes. Another thing, Congress should not get a pension. They should have to pay into a 401k just like anybody else, and so should any other federal employee. They should have to contribute to their own freaking retirement. It's a bunch of crap. They should. Congress should also have to earn their vacation in sick days. How do they do that? By going to work every freaking day. Just like most, not all, federal employees, state employees, public sector employees, private sector employees have to actually earn their time off they get. It's not just bestowed upon them like it is for those in Congress. That's one thing needs to change. Or, well, I guess that's actually a couple things, but it's within Congress itself. Another thing needs to change... Thinking about how I want to word this. But the Supreme Court. Supreme Court doesn't have term limits because once you're appointed to the Supreme Court and ratified, and I'm not going to get in this whole discussion about whether about Obama and the Senate, whatever. That that's totally totally different ball wax. But they should be limited to the amount of time that they can serve on the Supreme Court. Why you ask? Because who has more power than the actual legislature? 
The freaking Supreme Court does. They can decide if a law is unconstitutional or make up their own damn laws. Which, I'm not sure how the checks and balances affects them when they can just legislate from the fucking bench. Excuse my language, but that's the damn truth. There should be limits. They shouldn't get a lifetime on high being kings and queens of the entire United States of America. Limit that some bitch to 20 years too. And, like I said, I don't... If you know how the checks and balances, how we check and balance the Supreme Court and their abuse of power, please let me know because I am afraid I am ignorant that. Please educate me how the executive and legislative branches are supposed to keep the Supreme Court in check when the Supreme Court seems to be able... When the executive branch and legislative branch agree, actually do agree on something and actually freaking pass something together, which is something we haven't seen in a long time. Tell me how that one branch can override the other two branches, but those two branches can't override that one. So please explain that to me. Maybe that's something I should know before this presidential run that we know I'm not going to win or even be mentioned of anywhere. But... Hey, if you got education out there for me, freaking educate me. But if you're just going to talk crap, uh, keep that to yourself unless you got materials to back it up. I There's been plenty of times where I'm wrong. <laughs> it happens. You know what? But that's okay. It educates me, makes me smarter. Now, another thing... That we as a country need to do. And it's not something some president or legislatures, however you say that damn word, it's a mouthful, are going to be able to take care of. And that's accountability. And one of the reasons those people aren't going to be able to help that because they have no accountability for themselves. They take no accountability for their own damn actions. For the things they do wrong, but they'll sure damn sure take accountability for the things they do right. And that's one of the biggest problems we have in this country today. Nobody wants to take accountability or responsibility for themselves and or their actions. And until we do that as a country, we are not going to get better. And you can't just blame them on politicians. That's something we have to do in everyday life. It's not anybody else's fault if I don't do the things I need to do to make myself better, make my family better, make my job better, make my life better. Is there stuff that happens to me? You're damn right it does. That's called life. Life isn't fair. If anybody's seen the movie Rocky Balboa, or is it just Balboa? I can't remember. It's the fifth Rocky. I still need to see Creed. Here it's a good movie. And he go buy on Blu-ray. People tell my wife to let me do that. <laughs> Anyhow, in that in in that movie, Rocky tells his son, "Ain't nobody going to hit as hard as life hits. It will put you down and it will keep you down." And that's true. The only thing you can do, and I'm paraphrasing, is get back up every time. Now. Me, I'm trying to get back on my DDP yoga horse. For those who see me when I was rocking and rolling on it, I was looking great. I was feeling great. I need to get my fat ass back to that stage in life. But one thing Dow says is fall down seven times, 
get back up eight. That means every time you fall down, you dust yourself off, no fucking excuses, and you get back to work. You get up and try again. You know who our greatest enemies are? It's ourselves. And until we conquer the enemy within, we're not going to be able to take on that world and conquer anything else. So, self-accountability, self-responsibility are is one of the biggest things that us as individuals and we as a country need to do to get us great again. Because, guess what? You know, if you've seen that... Somebody told me what HBO show it's from, but everybody's seen that clip with Jeff Daniels where they're at some college getting, you know, random questions and the girl asks, what makes America the greatest country? And Jeff Daniels has a great, great diatribe. I love that clip. Like I just put, I just saw it today on Facebook. I repost the thing every time I see it. We're not the greatest country in the world. And like he says in the clip, we sure used to be. And we can't rely on Donald Trump, Mark Rubio, Hillary, Bernie, Teddy Cruz, Barack Obama to do that for us. It's going to take each one of us handling our own damn business. Part of that does mean doing our research and voting for the right people. It... it don't be blaming the state of country is on Obama, Bush, Harry Reid, Mitch McConnell. Are there things that they did that have screwed shit up? Hell yeah. I mean, that that's obvious. But they didn't do it all by themselves. One, somebody had to vote them there. You don't like what they're doing? Don't vote for them again. Vote them out. Vote for somebody who is going to try to get term limits in Senate, in the Senate and House of Representatives, and put that at least put that on the floor. Who is going to not vote for them to get pay raises? Who is going to vote for a balanced budget and a balanced budget amendment to the Constitution? Now let's talk about the Constitution a little bit. Constitution's the law of the land. There's even a supremacy clause in there. And part of that, and that needs to be enforced. It does. Because like the Second Amendment, it's not only a law and then the Constitution, but it's part of the first ten amendments that make up the Bill of Rights. It's a right to bear arms. So places like Chicago and New York are illegally violating the Constitution by... Not allowing the right to bear arms. They talk about permits and stuff. You know what? The Second Amendment, the Constitution, is your permit. Now, I'm not saying there can't be gun laws to help regulate some aspects. Because not just anybody should be able to just go and buy a gun. I do believe that, but they should be able to have one. There should be steps and major measures taken into place because law says... I mean, the Second Amendment's pretty cut and clear. The right to bear arms shall not be infringed. Now, you may say you're talking against yourself. 
you're making no sense where you're saying there should be laws in place. Well, I mean, there's also common sense, too. Because, you know, insane people, and if you have violated the law and you're a felon, you shouldn't have the right to purchase a firearm, especially when you have shown that, as, say, you're a felon, that you are prone to violence with a firearm. Now, I do believe that there that shouldn't be a lifetime ban. Should be a you should be able to earn that right back. I mean, it's like when you get in trouble with mom and dad at home and you get grounded. Sometimes you have to earn privileges back by showing that you're trustworthy by earning that trust back and showing that you're going to be responsible and make responsible decisions. And not just go violate that trust the first moment you get. And also, if you're not mentally stable, I mean, that that's one of the biggest problems we have. And part of that is society's fault. A kid acts up in school or has the least little bit of a behavior disorder. Part of that is we want to drug them up. Pump them full of drugs. Sometimes that is warranted, but we are so quick to do that. It's ridiculous. At my former job, I'm not going to tell you where, but it was in a pharmacy. I was, I was being a pharmacy tech. And there was a woman that would come periodically, obviously when she needed refills, for her four kids, and all of them were on medicine for ADHD. Are you freaking kidding me? You're telling me that all four of your kids need those drugs? How about you take a deep breath, sit their ass down, and discipline them? You know what? When I had a Nintendo, we got it Christmas 1986. My uncles gave it to us. I didn't have a Nintendo. We did. My siblings and I. And my parents didn't always just go say, go play outside. We did get to play. But when my parents felt that we were playing it too much, and when I say we, that is mainly me. <laughs> I'm a video game addict. Still am. 35 years old and I still play video games. I don't care. I love it. Anywho, we would have to go outside. We would have to go play. Or if we were watching too much TV. And when I was a kid growing up, granted we didn't have Toon Disney, Cartoon Network, or all these other cartoon kid television stations but even if we did I can guarantee you my parents wouldn't have let that crap go on all day my parents went to work every day busted their asses they paid for the cable or you know some people's cases in this day and age and or satellite so when they came home from working all day and they and then coming home and doing whatever work they had to do there, whether it was house maintenance, you know, mowing the lawn. Like, my dad took care of a lot of the, most of the outside stuff. Uh, my mom and dad had a garden that they both worked in. Uh, my mom took care of the inside stuff. She did the laundry. She did the cleaning until, you know, we were old enough and we were able to help her. She still helped us. She still took part in the cleaning. She did the cooking. She did the dishes most of the time. 
did almost all the inside stuff except for the things that we helped, which was usually folding clothes, dusting, and vacuuming, and cleaning our own room. Not too tough. I didn't have a rough childhood, not pretending I did. But, after all that work, you know what? They paid for that cable, it was their time to watch what they wanted. They didn't pamper their kids and let the kids control the remote. We need to stop spoiling our freaking children. And this participation trophy crap is enough to drive me freaking insane. And I do mean insane. Why do we give out rewards just for showing up? You know who gets the trophies? The people who work hard and earn them. We are teaching children that if you want something, you don't have to earn it. You just have to show up and somebody's going to give you the reward for whether you put the work in or not or whether you put the quality of work necessary to achieve that goal in or not. Kids need to learn how to freaking fail. Why? Because if they don't learn how to freaking fail, they don't learn how to dust themselves off and get back up. They don't learn that you fall down seven times, you get back up eight, and you keep going, and you keep getting better, and you keep working harder. They don't learn that. So when they finally get faced with that, they don't know how to handle it. And that's when they go shoot up movie theaters and shoot up schools in other unarmed areas. You know, places that we don't protect with guns like we do our money. We have guns in our bank, but we don't have guns in our schools to protect our kids. What's up with that? Anyways, been running about 20 minutes now. Anyways, there's going to be more of this coming around. If you got specific things you want to hit me up with or want me to talk about, get my viewpoint on, or if you want to combat me on, you know, shoot me a line. Michael V at the VDown.com. Whatever you want to talk about. Uh, if you got stuff, say, hey, you're wrong. This is why you're wrong. Here's my proof. Send it to me. I'll put it on the air. If I can come back and counter that, I will. If I can't, like, man, you're right. I'm going to have to agree. You schooled me. So, anyways, until next time, we'll catch you later. And don't forget to get down on the V-Down. You have been listening to another episode of the V-Down. Tune in next Tuesday, 5 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and get down on the beat down.